Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today on SportsGrid. I'm Craig Mish along with George Kurtz on the show. George is filling in for Davis Maddock. As George and I take a look at the slates in the NFL go through each game with you. We'll take a look at the odds, the point spreads, but of course, from a fantasy perspective, we're going to help you out make the right choices going into this Sunday. So, George, let's begin, and we'll start off with the game at Lambeau Field, 1 o'clock Eastern, although in Green Bay, it is 12 o'clock Central. The Los Angeles Chargers, a slight favorite, minus three at Green Bay, and boy, this total is all because of the Chargers, right? Packers totals this season have been under 40, under 30, under 40, been so low. Uh, Chargers visit Green Bay. Their offense uh, for the Chargers last week, George, looked fantastic. They just couldn't stop Detroit at all. Keenan Allen went bananas. I know he's a little dinged up going into the week, and as far as Green Bay is concerned, I mean, I, I got Aaron Jones on my fantasy team. It's been a disaster all season long, pretty much all of the Packers. But, you know, Packers would probably try to run as much as they can, slow the game down if they can against the Chargers. And by the way, George, it may work. The Chargers are one of those teams you just don't know from week to week who they're going to be. thing is, you generally, uh, you, you can run against the Chargers, but you want to pass against them. They're secondary. It's pretty much like you and I running around back there. All right, they're not covering anybody. All right, so uh, theoretically, it should be a big game for the Green Bay wide receivers. Problem is, Jordan Love, another guy who's been good with him in the 20s, it's his red zone decision-making that's been at issue here. That's where the mistakes seem to happen, which makes sense, by the way. The field is condensed. You know, teams care more. They're throwing more exotic stuff at you, and he seems to be screwing up. You know, that's what you want. You want to attack them through the air here. You're starting Aaron Jones. I can't see how you're not starting Aaron Jones. And once again, if you can do better than Aaron Jones on your roster, hey, God bless. You know, I can't. Uh, so you're starting Aaron Jones. I would rather not start A.J. Dillon. You're starting Eckler. So we know that. Uh, you mentioned Keenan Allen's dinged up. I do expect him to play. Not worried about that. So he goes. You're starting Herbert. Jordan Love. Uh, you know, I, I would rather not in a, uh, once again, a, a one quarterback league. Uh, but I think there's some upside here. I do think there's some upside here. And some, there are some quarterbacks who I'd rather start him over. And let's face it, you may not have a choice. All right, there's, uh, there's not a lot of games. We have four teams that are on by, so there's no Derek Carr. If you're starting guard, guard Dementia, if you were dealing with the Atlantic quarterback situation, God bless. Uh, so, like I said, I don't mind going here this week, this week, but he's hard to trust. That's the bottom line. It's hard to trust. So it is what it is here. You start, you're sort of starting your stars in this game. The question mark comes, Musgrave has been a tick, ticked up lately, right? They're looking at him more. So he oh, could yeah. be a star for you at tight end. We know tight end is weak. And if they do decide to attack the secondary, do we trust any of the pack of wide receivers, Kirk? Any of them? Watson, no. Dobbs, Reed? I mean, it's sort of like, you know, I'll just pick one and hope. Yeah, well, Reed has been that guy, <laughs> like, to hope on. Once every two weeks, seems like he gets in the end zone, but you can't. You start him on the alternate week, you get nothing. You're right, though. It's It's been a mixed bag for the Packers. I have to think they uh, upgrade that quarterback situation in the offseason. I don't think love is it. Uh, okay, Titans at the Jaguars. Titans were... Thoroughly embarrassed last week. You could say the same thing about the Jaguars. So who's going to take that personally? The Jaguars are seven or six and a half point favorites, depending on where you see it. The total is 40. Naturally, if you're a Titans backer, you're backing uh, Derrick Henry. You're probably playing Hopkins no matter what. Levis, the shine has come off him. You're looking for other options there. And for Jacksonville, it's probably more of the same. Lawrence is a starter. Etienne is a starter. And just trying to figure out how those receivers get going in that offense, George. Yeah, you know, you start with Tennessee. I think the rest of the season is all about Levis. Is he the guy? 
You know, you're trying to figure that out because you could be in position, could be, to draft a quarterback, or at least trade up the draft one, you know, in uh, in April. So they need to find it is Levis the guy. So, uh, and that's, that's fine. That's fine. We are uh, in the NFL. You need to find your quarterback or you're not. You're, you're starting uh, Derrick Henry more than likely here. As you said, you're starting Hopkins, and that's it. Now, we, we can move on from Tennessee. Jacksonville is the more interesting team here. I think you're starting Lawrence in this game. Maybe you can do better. I could see a situation, by the way, where you have Lawrence or Sam Howell. Uh, uh, Sam Howell this week, if you, have, if you have that kind of situation. Right? I can see that. But you're probably starting Lawrence. You're, you're starting Ingram. I can't see you doing better there. You're starting Etienne. It is the wide receivers here. I mean, Ridley, Kirk, Zay Jones. Uh, I mean, I would never want to start if I have multiple on my team. I would never want to start two of them. But I think Jacksonville does rebound this week. I understand that's not saying much. They lost 42-10. Uh, you're going to rebound this week. Uh, so we'll see here. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say you start your guys more li- more likely than not here. Maybe not Zay Jones. Maybe I worry about he suffers and uh, re-injures that the knee and he uh, misses time there. But you're starting Ridley. You're starting Kirk. I just don't love it. They're both wide receiver threes. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you there. Good breakdown there from George. All right, so now the game that everyone's excited about but for fantasy reasons. I don't know if it's reality reasons, but Cardinals and Texans this week. Boy, Kyler Murray definitely injected some life into that offense as they went crazy last week scoring points. The Texans have been doing this all season long, scoring like crazy. 48.5 is a total there. Houston, 4.5-point favorites. Still trying to figure out who the main beneficiaries of, of Murray will be being back. I'm not quite sure there, but I know uh, I'm starting as many Texans as I can, and they have some injury issues at the wide receiver position as well, George, that we have to wait on. This is uh, the fun game, right? It's what, that's what we expect, the fun game of the weekend, uh, where we expect points to be scored, not much defense to be played here. Kyler Murray looked uh, – now, I, I was wondering, Craig, last week, but he looked uh, spry. You know, when he's running the ball, what he looked like, you know, uh, without a lip, you know, did he have that uh, that burst? And he did. He looked good. So it looks like you're not worried about that. I don't know how many design runs they'll call for him or if they're going to want to protect him. This is another team. Do they believe in Murray? You know, do they want to go make a shot, uh, play for, uh, you know, a quarterback in next year's draft, Caleb Williams or whatever it might be? So uh, Murray in some ways is auditioning here as well, either for the Cardinals or, you know, for another team as well. So we'll see what they're, they're doing here. Uh, James Conner's back. You're starting him. Uh, Marquise Brown, probably starting him. McBride, we already said, well, I, I love McBride. I think he's uh, probably my favorite play on the Arizona offense outside of, uh, of Kyler Murray. Here. So you, uh, you're starting him there. Brown, to me, the wide receiver is a, a lesser play. I don't know if I see big things out of him. You already mentioned with uh, Houston, we'll keep an eye on the wide receivers. Right now, I think Collins is going to play, so I'm not all that worried about it, but I'm going to keep an eye on He's got the calf injury. was limited. We'll see what happens at 11.30 p.m., uh, 11.30 a.m. Sunday morning here. Noah Brown's really the more interesting guy, right? You're starting Tank Dell. Right. You know, do, do we think Brown can have that day again? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. That he, uh, you know, pretty much sold his soul to have that, uh, that game last week, the ex-Cowboy there. Uh, and I already mentioned my love for Singletary. All right. Uh, one thing I'll tell you, Arizona generally pretty good against tight end. Maybe Dalton Schultz is not someone you want to go with this week. So, uh, but I don't know if you can afford not to. Do you have a better tight end than Schultz? So you're probably going with him as well here. Bottom line is we expect points to be scored here and almost all these players to eat. Yeah, and, and look, Houston's offense with Collins and Brown and Singletary, I mean, these were not names at the beginning of the season that we would be starting every week, but because of how good Stroud has been, and how good the offensive line has been, and Houston's defense hasn't been that great. The combination of all of those factors going in has made the Texans one of the fantasy darlings of the fantasy football season. There is no question. All right, so we're off and running here with our breakdowns. Coming up next, George and I will continue to look at all of the games in the NFL. We'll help you pick some of the players as well. But don't forget, Sunday morning, if you have to make those final decisions after our show is done, Check out Joe Pizapia and Matt Stryker as they have the final word here on SportsGrid as far as helping you out in fantasy football. We'll be back with more FST here on SportsGrid right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. If you played Dak Prescott or CeeDee Lamb last week, congratulations. You had to win your league, I would guess, that week. It was a really good matchup for the Dallas Cowboys. So the question is, is this week's just as good, better, same? Let's break it down. The Cowboys play the Carolina Panthers. Now, I don't know that any team could play as poorly as the Giants did last week, but Dallas is 10.5-point favorites. And Georgia's total here is pretty low, 41.5. And I can't imagine Carolina not scoring any points, although the other week when they played, yeah, they uh, only had a punt return <laughs> for a touchdown there. It's been a disaster for the Panthers. I, I mean, starting anyone on their offense is a challenge, and for Dallas, it's pretty much all hands on deck. Yeah, what do you mean disaster? They'll get, they'll, they'll get the number one pick. Oh, they won't get the number one pick. They traded that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, rough season for Carolina. Uh, really, and uh, you got to worry about Frank Reich and his uh, job, especially, man, if, uh, if they can't develop Bryce Young, he keeps looking this poor. And listen, I understand we're in the microwave society. We want everything now, now, now. We want these, everybody to be you know, playing up to their capabilities right away. Quarterback's a tough position. It does take some time here. But it's a little embarrassing that the quarterback we just talked about, C.J. Stroud, looks, I mean, 10 times better than Bryce Young. I don't think things get better on Sunday for uh, Carolina. I mean, if you're looking for a play to start on Carolina – I mentioned Thielen because I think they'll have their opportunities. They're going to be trailing, so they'll throw the ball. So I, I like Thielen here. I think they'll try and run with Hubbard. You know, one, that's, that's, that's always the uh, the game plan when you think you're going to get killed against a good offense. Just try and keep them off the field and run the ball. And Dallas has their issues against the run at times here, but that's only when they respect the passing game. And they're not going to respect the passing game here. So uh, I don't think this is going to go well for uh, for Carolina at all. I really I, – listen, in a perk world, it's Thielen or bust, and that's all I want to start there. For the Cowboys, I mean, who aren't you starting, right? It's one of those games where if you're not starting him, boy, do you have a really good team or, you know, why is the guy on your team if you can't start him? I understand Cooks is boomer bust, so maybe he's a guy we can talk about here, right? Big game against the Giants last week, 173 yards. You know, he's not going to do that again, not this week, but I think, once again, the ball's going to be thrown to him. Uh, Dallas is a running uh, passing team right now. The running game, as we talked about earlier in the show, just hasn't been there. They're gonna, I think they'll try and fix it in this game. I think, uh, uh, Carolina not good against them. Carolina's actually better against the pass, by the way. Now, that can be skewed somewhat because only they're trailing by so much in the second half. Teams aren't throwing the ball anymore. You know, so they run the ball more, so keep that in mind here. But I think Dallas will try and get Pollard fixed in this game. But as I mentioned earlier, Craig, they play four days later. I don't think they're looking to destroy the Panthers like they did the Giants. Yeah, there's a couple of reasons why they did that to the Giants. One, they don't like the Giants. All right, they just don't. Two, I think McCarthy was worried that in uh, early games this year when Dallas has destroyed an, an opponent and he did take out the starters, they had a letdown the next week. You know, uh, the, uh, the Cardinals game, to be specific, by the way. And I think he's looking to avoid that. I don't think he'll look to avoid that this week because they're playing four days later. So I think that's something to keep in mind on. I don't think Powell's going to see his uh, full complement of snaps and touches, assuming this game gets out of hand in the third quarter. Yeah, and, and it could get out of hand, or you never know. Strange things happen in the National Football League, and we'll see if that's the case this week. For the Panthers, who, as George mentioned, it has not gone well. That's an understatement. Okay, uh, Raiders have won two games in a row, but now they got to go to Miami and take on the Dolphins. The total is 46.5 in this game. Miami's 12.5-point favorites. For whatever reason, George, the Raiders usually play the Dolphins tight. I don't know why or how, but it, it just has happened through the years. I don't know if this is going to be one of those times, but historically speaking, if you look at it, the Raiders have, for whatever reason, they just play well in, in South Florida, and, and the Dolphins, when they've gone to the Raiders, they've had a tough time. I know it's a different-looking Dolphins team. Devin Achan is back, so you got to make that decision as to whether or not you're going to play him along with Mostert. You're playing Waddle. You're playing Tyreek Hill. 
And as much as they're targeting Devontae Adams, uh, you know, some people have talked about, well, maybe it's time to sit him. I, I don't think that you can do it. I think he's got to play again for you this week. Yeah, I would agree. And I, I understand what people, you know, uh, it's going to be a tough matchup for Adams. You know, he's going to see a lot of maybe Ramsey or Howard. And I don't know if it matters. Aiden O'Connell is so, so wet fast. He's not all that great. That being said, another game where we expect, you know, Miami to be winning 14 points, 17 points, 117, whatever it might be in the second half. So a lot of chances that O'Connell's going to be throwing the football. So a target should be there or the opportunity should be there for Adams. The bottom line is this. And I don't have Adams in any league, so it doesn't matter for me. But I don't. Ha- I wouldn't have the stones to sit him, you know, because I always ask to give this question when people ask me uh, on Twitter or whatever it might X, you know, if I just start Adams. Well, can you live with yourself if you sit him and you sit him for whatever? And that play, you, you know, he did, didn't do much or did it okay. And then Adams goes over for 8, 117, and 2. Because if I do that, I'm going to be banging my head against that wall for the next 20 right. minutes going, why did I do that? Why did I do that? You know, it's just – you know, you don't sit your studs, generally. You just don't sit them. That being said, I understand why people ask the question. I do. I expect this to be a blowout. You named all the uh, Dolphins. You're starting them all. Am I starting a Jen? Yeah, I am. And I'm starting most of it, too. Waddle. You know, you're starting uh, Tyreek Hill, of course. Uh, you start Tua, yes. Uh, you're starting Josh Jacobs. I think, once again, the Raiders are going to try and give the ball to Jacobs, keep the Miami offense off the field. That's all fine and good until it's 14 nothing. Right, then you can't do that anymore. Uh, am I starting Jacoby Myers? Yeah, I probably am. Guy's been sneaky good. Right, sneaky good this year. Once again, the opportunities will be there. They're going to be trailers. They're going to have to throw the football. I think this game's a wipeout, Craig. 41-17, 48-10. You know, any one of those scores are uh, possible for me. I think Miami coming up the bye week, you know, after playing in England, I think they just absolutely destroy the Raiders. I know it's a historical game. And when I think Miami Raiders, I go back to the 70s and Ken Stabler and Marino in the 80s, fine. Uh, that, that's not what the Raiders have. It's, it's Aiden O'Connell. They're going to get wrecked. Yeah, no, I, I think so. But, you know, let's see what the matchup looks like when we get to Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern. All right, the Lions are up to seven and a half point favorites. My gosh, the Lions as a seven and a half. You never see this, George, <laughs> the Lions being this big of a favorite. But the Bears are just, let's just be honest, they haven't looked great. Uh, total 47 and a half. Looks like Justin Fields is back. We alluded to this earlier in the show. Are there 15 better quarterbacks to play this week in fantasy than Fields? Maybe not. Fields may be worth a shot. So that, of course, means D.J. Moore. Deontay Foreman has been a huge surprise, George, in fantasy. I mean, this guy's going to grade out as a first-round running back at the end of the season, uh, although you know, some guys are getting healthier for Chicago. And as you mentioned with the Lions, anybody with a pulse, you're throwing out there and playing this week. Yeah. Okay, we're done with the Lions. There. You're starting anybody and everybody. I think when you listen, when you talk to Detroit, the only thing you're talking about is what about the secondary wide receivers after the, the sun god here, right? Are we going to start uh, Josh Reynolds? You're not starting Jameson Williams. So if we want to go with uh, somebody, you're not, you're not starting Jameson Williams. He hasn't done much. Uh, still waiting for him to be that breakout guy. And I don't know, know if that happens until next year. Uh, yet they, he got suspended for uh, uh, the gambling issue this year. For what he was gambling on premises, not on football, uh, but just uh, placing bets on uh, uh, Lions property. You can't do that here. Uh, Khalif Raymond would be somebody else I'm probably not going for. But all your stars, like Goff, Montgomery, Gibbs, Laporta, St. Brown, you're going with them all here. Chicago's more interesting, as you said. Uh, Foreman, been sort of a uh, very good boon for fantasy owners if you did uh, if you had him and you started him this year. Good for you. Just they have to Roshan Johnson got hurt. I don't think there's 15 better quarterbacks in the field. So I think you likely are starting him if he was your starting quarterback coming into the season. Like I said, this could be no situation where you have Sam Howell. You picked him up. And that's fine. I'll go how. You know, no issues there. I think he's a safer play here. But other than that, I think Justin Fields is, uh, yeah, the passing's going to be hit or miss. You know, they don't have the wide receivers there. But I think he's going to use his legs more now because I think he knows he's auditioning for other teams as well. Yeah, and look, that's the thing is that when you move forward, you may think, well, Justin Fields, you know, he had some ups, he had some downs. There's just so many issues at quarterback in fantasy football that not only is he a flex option, but he's probably a starting option as well. Uh, we can hit this game real quick, George. Uh, Giants and Commanders, I don't think we need a minute here, honestly. Uh, there's no, This is the least amount of starters on any fantasy team on the side of the Giants. You start one, and that's it, and his name is Barkley. Uh, Washington, you know, Howell has been serviceable for fantasy with McLaurin and Dotson. Who am I missing? Anyone else? 
No, you're starting Barkley. Howell's been very good, by the way. Leads the NFL in passing yards. You're starting Howell this week. Brian Robinson could be started. Gibson's probably not playing. McLaurin, been disappointing. Howell leads the NFL in passing yards. McLaurin's not getting it. Dotson, Logan Thomas is playable as well. Yeah, Logan Thomas, somebody I picked up for my Darren Waller issues. Yikes. All right, we'll take a quick time out here on the show. Steelers-Browns coming up next right here on Fantasy Sports Today. Don't go away. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. I'm Craig Mish, along with George Kurtz, with you here on our edition of the show as we continue our preview of every game in the National Football League. Next up, a rivalry game, a division game between the Steelers and the Browns. Hide your eyes, folks. That number's real. 32 and a half in an NFL. Wait a second here. 32 and a half in an NFL game. Dorian Thompson-Robinson, the quarterback of the Browns. Kenny Pickett, quarterback of the Steelers. Cleveland's one-and-a-half-point favorites. Oh, my goodness, George. Like, I mean, you can make the case to start these guys in fantasy because on name value, you got Amari Cooper and you got Kenny Pickett. You got George Pickens and Harris and Warren. But if this plays out the way it is on paper, you can't play anybody in this game. 32-and-a-half. The running backs... All right. Uh, I think those are the guys I look at here because we don't have enough running backs. So maybe Ford and Warren's now the starting the Pittsburgh. Okay. I can go there. But as you're saying here, anybody else, this is ugly. Uh, Pittsburgh is living a charmed life, by the way. Think about it. We all know the stat they've been now outgained in every game this season at their six and three. Now they're going to face another backup quarterback in Dorian Thompson Robinson. And next week they play Cincinnati, who may not have Joe Burrow. Like I said, uh, uh, I want whatever John Pittsburgh's drinking here. I want some. All right, it's working out well for them. There's nobody I want to start here. All right, listen, the running back's fine. I need the quarterback. No, Deontay Johnson. Okay, maybe got to go with him. But you're up against that uh, defense here in Cleveland. Not dying for him either. Nobody. Mari Cooper. No, don't want anything to do with this. I was surprised that Thompson was the was named the starting quarterback and not PJ Walker. I think most of us were here. I think they see uh, Thompson as more of a long term guy, so I guess that's why they went to him rather than PJ Walker, the short term guy. And with Watson gone for the rest of the regular season. They went with DTR over P.J. Walker. Whatever. I wouldn't care. If it was Walker, I wouldn't care here. This is a game where uh, I think there's, what, seven, eight games at 1 o'clock on Sunday? Boy, I don't want to have to watch this one. Yeah, No, this is a stay-away TV game for me and in fantasy, too. Now, is this a sneaky game for fantasy coming up? Buccaneers, 49ers in San Francisco. I know the total is only 41.5 here. We know the 49ers have a ton of fantasy options, but... I mean, George Rashad White, the running back at Tampa, has looked better lately. You know, still have Evans. Godwin, I know, has not had a great season. But if the 49ers go up on Tampa Bay, unlike what we saw last week with Jacksonville, they just fell on their face. Is there a chance the Bucs could put up 21 in this game? I don't know. Maybe this is a sneaky fantasy game this week. What do you think? 
I think there's a chance. Yeah, this is probably the one team that they could put up some points if they trail. I mean, listen, this is another blowout as well. It should be here. Uh, Rashad White, I might worry about. I think for him to pay off fantasy, you're going to need him to do it in the passing game. Uh, San Fran, number two uh, team in the league against our running backs fantasy-wise here. And uh, it's just a very strong run defense. They sort of make you one-dimensional. The way you beat San Fran is through the air. Well, that's difficult, too, but it's easier to do that than it is to run the ball against them. And good luck with Chase Young and Joey Bosa wanting to put Baker Mayfield uh, into a cemetery there. So there, it is what it is here in this game. But they will be trailing. The opportunity will be there. I don't want to start Mayfield, even though I think over the past six weeks he's a top-eight fantasy quarterback. Believe it or not. Still, I don't want to start him in this game here. I am starting Mike Evans. A, call, a tight end you can look at, by the way, Kate Otten. He looks pretty good of late. So yeah. maybe, once again, he's a tight end you could use to, uh, I guess, uh, ease some worries there at the position. San Fran, you're pretty much starting everybody. You're starting Purdy. Uh, obviously, you're starting McCaffrey, Debo, IU, Kittle. Uh, the regular guys go there for San Fran. They should all uh, do very well for you fantasy-wise here. And this is a game, once again, I'll give I'll give Tampa Bay twenty points here, but I'll give uh, San Fran about thirty-seven, thirty-eight. Yeah, well, then we'll go way over that total of forty-one. That would be double that. Maybe that's a good play in wagering there. All right, Jets and the Bills, huge week, George, for the Buffalo Bills. Make no mistake about it. Firing their coordinator Ken Dorsey, hiring Joe Brady, who was phenomenal in college, and and people may forget Joe Brady was actually the coordinator for the Panthers for a period of time. The total's only forty. And I know the Jets' defense has put quarterbacks of their opponent on notice, but, George, the Bills must win this game this week. I, I, don't, I mean, I understand that every game is a must-win, but after that loss against Denver, if the Bills should somehow lose this game, and anything's possible, it's the NFL, I don't know that they would make the playoffs, George. I'm just being honest here. Like This is, this is probably the biggest disappointment of any team in the NFL uh, this season, as far as the Jets are concerned, it's starting Brees Hall and then throwing some darts. But you got to go back to the well, I think, with Buffalo, and you got to think that that Brady's not being brought in to do exactly what Dorsey was doing, right? They'll change things up somewhat, but this is the NFL. You can't change. Uh, you can't have household changes in a week. It's just not going to work. You know, it's just not. You know, I think they'll take. Uh, I mean, Dan Olowski of ESPN has been big on that. The pro one of them, he thinks the biggest problem with Josh Allen, and I'm, sure if I, I'm not sure if I buy this, but there is there is some logic to it, is that he's bored. They don't take chances. They don't go for chunk yardage. Everything's, all, you know, small plays here, small plays there. But I think part of the reason they do that is because Josh Allen's throwing interceptions. Right? He's not making the best decisions here. So when he throws a little deeper into the secondary, they're getting picked off. Not that all both interceptions on Monday night were his fault. One went right through Gabriel Davis's hands. Got to catch the ball when it's in the, in the hands here. Uh, but the other at the session right before the half was like, boy, what did you see there? So I don't know how much they're going to be able to fix here. Plus, you're playing with Jets, one of the best defenses in the league. Remember, when, when Buffalo was playing well earlier in the season, they played uh, the Jets week one. Jets shut them down. Jets beat them. That was the game Aaron Rodgers went out, got hurt. on what, the third play of the game? And the Jets still beat them here. The Jets always seem to play Buffalo tough divisional game here. I think Buffalo might win the game, sure. Do I think it's a get-right game for the offense? I do not. So I think it's another 17, 14, you know, maybe get the 21, 17, somewhere around there. So uh, you're, you're still starting Josh Allen. I mean, I think you can go away from James Cook for this game. I'm not dying to get him in there. You're starting Diggs. If you can do better than Diggs, I mean, good luck, Brad. I'm not seeing big things. I think the only player I truly like on the Buffalo offense would be Kincaid. I think he's a guy you're definitely starting with some confidence there. Everybody else I'm worried about. Uh, for the Jets, you already said it. Hall, I'll give you Garrett Wilson, although he's banged up too. Although he did say uh, he's going to play Sunday, but he's banged up. But you're probably starting Garrett Wilson as well. And that's the way you can beat the uh, Bills in their secondary. They're, once again, no Trey White. Milano's out, the linebacker as well. That Buffalo defense is not what it was. And Von Miller is not the player he used to be. That being said, I do think the Bills will put Zach Wilson on his back a few times as well. But this is a, you, can, you can make the argument this is a must-win game for both teams. You know, a lot of noise here in New York. Aaron Rodgers is going to come back in a couple of weeks. I think it's all BS. But once again, they keep losing. That won't matter anyway. They'll be out of the playoff picture here. This is almost like an elimination game. Yeah. And what's really fascinating is that because of the lack of West Coast teams playing in the NFL this week at home, they had to put the Bills as the late game at 4.05 Eastern. Folks, there are only three games this Sunday in the 4 p.m. Eastern window. The other one is Seattle taking on the Los Angeles Rams. Now, obviously, with Matthew Stafford, this game becomes very compelling. Total of 46-and-a-half. Uh, Seattle last week, George, they nearly gave that game away to Washington. I, I cannot figure out 
the Seahawks, to be honest with you. I, I mean, I, I've, I mean, their record is pretty good, and they have a shot at the playoffs, but they just don't seem to be playing as well as they did a year ago. And for the Rams, you now, I mean, you probably started Cup and and Puka Nakua last week anyway, but you got to throw them back in the lineup. And for Seattle, it's it's more or less the same players that everybody knows. It's a running back and Walker. It's Lockett and and DK Metcalf there. And, and Geno Smith, I think, is not startable anymore. Geno Smith, you go by his numbers. Uh, he had a big week last week, but that was against Washington. You and I could throw against Washington. It's the worst secondary in football. Uh, so uh, if you take that out of the equation there, he's been – nowhere near the player he was since week six of last season. All right, that he had a great, you know, first quarter of the season last year, then everything else been back to normal. Almost back to normal Geno Smith, and this year he's regressed even further here. DK Metcalf is not the same player he used to be. For whatever, he's been banged up a lot this year. I think that's what has to do with it. Kenneth Walker, as I mentioned, he's boomer bust. He hits the big player, or doesn't do a hell of a lot. And you got Charbonneau there taking touches as well. They don't have a tight end you're really worried about. Their Lockett's been his usual solid sauce. I'm okay with Lockett there. You're starting DK Metcalf. Geno Smith, I'd rather not, as you're sort of hitting there, I'd rather not start him here. Yeah, but I don't know if you have better because you drafted him to be your starting uh, a quarterback more than likely here. So uh, it depends on what else you have there. I do think they'll score points this week. Uh, they did almost throw, like I said, throw a blow that game against Washington, but they scored points last week. We had no problem with their fantasy production. They're on the field. NFL production, not as good. They're, I think they're 6-3. and three. They're sort of doing it with mirrors. You know, this is not a very good team right now. Sorry, Cam. So uh, they got to figure things out. I think they do take care of business this week, although the Rams did beat them earlier this season. So uh, we'll see if they can get that win back to back. You go to the Rams here. Stafford, I, I just worry about the hand, Craig. I just worry if he's going to be able to make it the thumb. He's going to make it through the game here. If he lands on it, he gets hit uh, against the Cowboys. So he hit the hel- uh, somebody's helmet. That banged it up as well here. There's so many things that can go wrong when you have a thumb injury uh, in a football game. The Seahawks don't have the pass rush they used to have. They lost their main uh, pass rush guy here. So that should give uh, Stafford a little bit more time to throw the football or are we going to see a short passing game this week? So they make sure Stafford doesn't get hit. We'll see. But Stafford is playable. And, yeah, you're starting the Cooler and Cup. Yeah, I, I, I think so. Now let's cap it off here with the final uh, game of the uh, Sunday slate. And then we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about Monday Night Football, which is a really easy one, by the way. Probably the easiest one on the board. Uh, Vikings and Denver Broncos, George. Now the Broncos looked like their season was over two weeks ago. The Vikings season looked like it was over two weeks ago. And now, all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, both teams are mathematically alive and have a chance for the playoffs, although Minnesota probably in a better position, I would say, than Denver. Um, Dobbs is back. You know, there's a chance this week that that Jefferson could see some time, and I guess we have to keep an eye on that. Addison's still been good regardless. Denver is always a pickle with trying to predict their fantasy greatness. Yeah, Denver has played so much better. I mean... We would never have believed that uh, they could possibly make the playoffs here. We don't know about J.J. You're starting Addison. Madison want to wait on and see as well. Sertain's going to be up against Addison a lot, so or Jefferson, so it may not be as easy as we think. And for Denver, uh, you know, Sutton is the guy I like best in Denver. Russell Wilson playing better as well. Yep, it is definitely the case. All right, coming up next, we preview Monday Night Football between the Eagles and Chiefs, and we got fantasy reality. Right, right. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 
It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports today here on SportsGrid. Before we get to some fantasy or reality, George and I have to preview Monday Night Football. Oh, woe is us. Best game on the board, no question about it. Eagles and Chiefs. George, I mean, how much time do we really need to spend on this game? Every player on both teams that have any fantasy value are playing in this game. I I guess the only question is which Chief outside of Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes throws to, how much DeAndre Swift gets to play this week. I think that he would have a good week, too. And I would say also from the Chiefs' perspective, George, they got to be a little angry after that loss of the Denver Broncos. So I would expect a better effort this week. So would I. Uh, the Chiefs, though, have uh, sort of, they've sort of almost transitioned to a defensive team, right? They play better defense now. They just don't have the wide receivers. Although Andy Reid's record coming off a bye, we know, is just out of this world. Uh, plus the Philadelphia angle as well here. Rasheed Rice, by the way, would be that guy outside of Kelsey that I'd play. I think he's that guy, especially in the uh, the red zone. Uh, the home seems to look for him, but I think he could have a big game here. So he's the guy I'm looking for there. But he said, who aren't you starting? It would be easier. Probably not starting Tony. You know, probably not Hardman. All right, maybe anybody outside of Rice and Kelsey, but everybody else goes there, including Pacheco, of course. And for the Eagles, uh, you're not, I don't think you're going to have Dallas Scott. He's got the broken arm. They're not listening him. He's out, which is somewhat strange here, but I'm probably not starting him. But everybody else goes. Devonta Smith, A.J. Brown, uh, Swift, yeah, he's in my lineup as well. I, I might even think of Gainwell, depending on how desperate you are at running back here, because I think he could get the end zone also here. And, of course, the quarterbacks go. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game, though. Keep saying that. I think it's going to be more of a uh, medium-scoring game, 24-20, somewhere around there. Yeah, could be a good game, I hope, on Monday Night Football, without a doubt. That's our look at every game in the NFL this week from a fantasy football perspective. If you missed any part of our show, you could, of course, uh, stream us 24-7. We're on all kinds of streaming platforms. It amazes me that we could get through these games so quickly every week. We do it in less than an hour, and we just accomplished it once again here on Fantasy uh, Sports Today. Uh, By the way, George, before we get to Fantasy Reality... I got to ask you, because I think that we, you and I have been doing shows for a long time, what, is, what are the Thanksgiving plans for you this year? I know it's usually at the Kurtz house, if I'm not mistaken. So is that indeed the case again? Can you get your Cowboys game in? What's your plan? Uh, Thanksgiving, uh, my favorite holiday. All right, it's got all the S, right? Family, food, friends, and football. Uh, it's my favorite holiday. My family probably hated me uh, from the uh, earliest days because the Cowboys play. I'm watching the Cowboy game. Even when I was a kid, watching the Cowboy game. It was always at my grandmother's house in Howard Beach uh, uh, back when we were younger. And then it became at my mother's house, not my house. Uh, it's at my mother's house. So uh, she's about 45 minutes away. And, yes, mom knows. First game's at 1230. I'll be there by 1230. Okay, that's when I'll be there because I'm not going to – even the Detroit game, not going to miss it. And mom also knows. You want me to eat at the table, you better be ready before 430. It's when the Cowboy game is going to start. Or else I'm going to be, and my brother's going to be with me, by the way. We're both going to watch the Cowboy game. So uh, that's how we worked that out there. We'll be at my mom's house. Uh, probably been doing that for the past ooh, 20, 25 years, I'm guessing now, at mom's house. But I am that guy. I am watching the football game. I will take my plate of turkey, stuffing, potatoes, and whatever else, and watch the, uh, the Cowboys and yell at the TV screen uh, while watching this game. I'll tell you a quick little funny little story. My stepfather is uh, Polish, and his mother didn't speak much English. And I might be a little loud watching the Cowboy game, like we all are yelling at the TV. And she would go to him in, the, in Polish. He knows they can't hear him, right? You know, like uh, and my stuff, I'd be like, yeah, he, he knows. He just uh, feels better yelling at the TV. And then he goes, Mom, I do the same thing. I'm a Dolphin fan. Gotcha. All right. Well, look, it'll be a fun Thanksgiving uh, for me as well. Thanksgiving in my house this year, too. A lot of cooking going on, getting ready for the holidays. And by the way, we will be back here next Saturday for Fantasy Sports Today, recapping the Thursday games and the Friday games, and then looking ahead to the fantasy football weekend. All right. George and I are ready. It's time to play our little game as we get ready to wrap up this edition of the show. It's time for some fantasy or reality. (laughs) 
All right, George, let's start off with the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Jonathan Taylor is one of the more peculiar stories of the entire season, right? If you remember back, he asked for a trade, and then we thought he'd get a trade, and then he was on the physically unable to perform, and he, like, didn't play. And then all of a sudden, it's like Zach Moss is the guy with Indy because, you know, Taylor's not going to play. Then Taylor comes back, and he's good. Not right away, but then he's good again. And it's, it's kind of hard to figure where he's going to end up in the fantasy season, although I wouldn't mind having him on my team right now. Fantasy or reality? Jonathan Taylor will finish the season top, uh, as a top 25 starting running back. We've got about a halfway to go, and he's outside the top 25 at running back 34, probably because Zach Moss has been so good. All right. Now, we know they're off this week. Then they got Tampa, Tennessee, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Atlanta, Vegas, Houston. All right. Outside of uh, a team or two there, it's not exactly uh, bad uh, for the running back. Uh, my guess is yes, he will end up. So I'll say reality, uh, he has to stay healthy. We can, but again, we can put that for every player in any kind of question like this, right? Got to stay healthy. Stays healthy. We're seeing the transition where he, you know, he's getting more touches now. And he's becoming that guy again where he's uh, is you know one of the top five running backs in the NFL. So I'll say yes. Uh, I, I can put the little uh, caveat in there that he has to stay healthy, but that's cheating. Uh, so I'll say yes, he will be a top 25 running back by the end of the season. As you said, I don't have any league, but if I did... I'd be smiling right now because I think he's getting better and better every week. And I think we're starting to see with Jonathan Taylor, the real Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I mean, he's only got to move up about 10 spots here. So I think it's a fair question, but I do think he gets there. He's going to fall back, obviously, this week with not playing. So he'll be at 36, 37, 38. But then again, he will jump back in there. And I don't have any uh, doubt that the Colts – and by the way, I wouldn't guarantee him returning to the Colts next year too – but I would say that without a doubt, he moves up and moves into the top 25. Okay, uh, last week, it's interesting that we're going to ask this question. Before the week started, with me being up against it, George, I've had the Buffalo Bills defense in fantasy all season. To say this has been a disappointment is an understatement. So I went out there and I'm like, who are the Giants playing in two weeks? They're playing the Washington Commanders. So I scooped them up and I put them on my fantasy team. So you know the answer that I'm going to have for you here, but I'll ask you, fantasy or reality, the Washington Commanders defense going up against the Giants is the best streamer this week. Are they the best streamer? I mean, we got to remember a couple things, all right? Washington's secondary is terrible. The Giants and DeVito did score 17 points against the Cowboys. Yeah, it was garbage time, okay? But, hey, 17 points to 17 points. The Commanders, you know, you traded sweat. You traded young, so you're not gonna get you're not gonna get those sacks that we were expecting. You know, uh, Giants will be a heavy run team. I don't think they're gonna score a lot of points in this game. Probably the best streamer would we consider Detroit a streaming defense? Might go with them over Chicago or Washington. Uh, uh, who's another streamer this week? Uh, no, no, no. I'm, say yes. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say fantasy. I'm gonna say fantasy. They won't be. I think the Giants will do just enough for them not to be. I'll, I'll, just, I'll take the field that they'll be just enough here. That being said, I picked them up in the league as well <laughs> because once again they're available. Oh. You're facing the Giants here, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna take the field here. So I'll say no here. But uh, they were a top pickup this week, no doubt. Yeah, this is reminding me of when your guy Danucci was starting for uh, for Dallas. Now this week we got Devito. He's got a nice Italian yeah. restaurant, man. You want a good pizza? I, this is an easy reality. I mean, this is an easy reality. I mean, I mean, listen, no offense to DeVito, but, like, what are they doing with the Giants? What are you guys doing? Like, you don't even let them throw, and it's always on the run. Like, I mean, I, I mean, Carson Wentz probably would have been better than, than DeVito, but I, I don't know. At this point, I understand what the Giants are doing. They're just going to just tank it out and, and lose. But, yeah, without a doubt, the Commanders are a fantastic start this week in fantasy football as a streaming option. I picked them up. I'm starting them this week. Okay, now let's move on to the AFC South, a question that we never would have thought at the beginning of the season. The Houston Texans? What? The Houston Texans who couldn't get out of their own way for the last two years? Well, they drafted C.J. Stroud, and because of some other teams not playing as well, I think that's obviously the case, they have a chance to win the division. Fantasy or reality, George? The Houston Texans was going to win. They're going to win this division. They're going to win the AFC South. Is this fantasy or reality? Boy, uh, all right. You got Arizona this week. Should be a W. You got Arizona. I mean, you play Jacksonville next week. Next week. 
Denver, Jets, Tennessee. I mean, wow, their schedule is there. Their schedule is there for them to win it. All right. Uh, uh, what a magnificent job that D'Amico Ryan has done there. Let you know what you can do when you have a real quarterback in place there as well as he's played. Let's look at the Jacksonville schedule here. Is it a little tougher? I think, I think Jacksonville's the better team. They play Baltimore. Their schedule's cake, too. I'm going to say fantasy. I'm going to say fantasy. Jacksonville is the better team. The schedules are about even. Uh, that game is at Houston. So that'd be a must-win game. Houston has to beat Jacksonville in that game or else they'll lose the tiebreaker. Uh, I see the 37. Jacksonville lost the first game to them, too. This is yeah. not out of the realm, by the way. I'll say this is a I fantasy, but this is not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, I'm going to say fantasy. I'm with you on this one. First one I think we've agreed with. Uh, but, yeah, I I, uh, I think Houston's got a chance for the playoffs. I would not rule it out. I don't think they're going to win the division. Is there room for them to make it as a wild card? I think so. I think so. I think there's room here. Like, do you really trust Pittsburgh? Do you, I mean, do you really trust Buffalo at this point? Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I think they're going to make the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to win the division. So I'm going to say uh, fantasy along with you, George. Uh, okay. Well, the American League and National League MVPs were handed out this week. Ronald Acuna Jr. won it in the NL. He was the first pick in fantasy baseball this year. And so he proved to, uh, well, one of the first picks. He was proved to get it right for you. Now, in the American League, it was Shohei Otani. He won the MVP again. And Otani didn't speak after he won. He doesn't want to talk about where he's going to go. Potentially, there's even some reports that say that Otani's not going to sign with a team. If they leak that he may, I've never heard this before, George. Come on. What does that mean? I can't get involved in this uh, sweepstakes here? Please. Uh, so, you know what we're going to do? We're not going to pick a team, Shohei. We don't want to get mad at us. But here's what we're going to do. We're going to say... Shohei Otani signs by the winter meetings in December. We'll play that game. Fantasy reality, George. Shohei Otani is a member of someone, a new team. Could be the Angels, too, but we know it's not going to be. By uh, December 5th, 6th, 7th, winter meetings. Fantasy or reality, Otani, a month from now, is signed. All right, we now know that Otani will not be on Newswire because Craig named a team, even a team he won't sign with. So uh, he's not going. He will not be on uh, Newswire anytime soon. I'm going to say fantasy uh we've seen this uh, lately at last what decade or so players take forever to sign here uh i think the earliest maybe by christmas and it wouldn't show me if it goes into january uh you said the ridiculous rules where if you name a team i'm not signing with you that that's bs right i mean uh Cashman could go yankees 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 all he wants and they offer the most money otani's probably signing with the yankees all right so i think that's just the way that works here that being said i don't think he's signing with the yankees uh but i'll say no fantasy he will not sign by what that that's three weeks away. No, I think we're looking yeah. at closer to uh, maybe New Year's. Yeah, I'm going to say reality. I'm a conspiracy theorist. You don't have the winter meetings without having something big happen. And, George, you were right about big things not happening the last few years. But last year, the big one did happen at the winter meetings. It was Aaron Judge <laughs> signing with the Yankees. Also, Trey Turner did, too. Let's not forget. So uh, I'm going to say this is this is my conspiracy theorist. I say Otani signs his deal the first week in December. So I am going to say reality. And I'm not going to say any teams here because I don't want to get him upset. We'll be back to wrap it up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 
It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. Before we leave you, 60 seconds of commentary from George Kurtz and me, Craig Mish. Let's get the ball rolling, get ready for the Thanksgiving Day holiday, and turn it over to George. Here's the Sports Grid 60. Listen, I'll harp on what everybody else is uh, complaining about, right? Too many flags in the NFL, right? Our own Warren Sharp points it out uh, all the time about how games are influenced by referees, and we see it over and over again. It's a flag fest, especially in the second half. It's like they want to get involved here all the time. It's just frustrating. Uh, I, I just, once again, I just don't know why as a referee, it's really pretty simple. Don't throw a flag unless it's so obvious. Someone gets their head decapitated, fine, throw the flag. Any of this little ticky-tack stuff, let it go. We saw it again with Thursday night game. A touchdown was taken off the board, right? I think it was Zay Flowers had a long touchdown. They called uh, what a holding penalty. It wasn't even close to holding. What are, you, I mean, what are you seeing here? What are you watching here? Only throw the flag if it's clear and obvious. It should be pretty easy. Yeah, I'm not going to go to flags, but maybe there should be one thrown on the Cincinnati Bengals. How does Joe Burrow go from not being on the injury report to now being out for the season? Yeah, I can understand why that's being questioned a little bit. Unfortunately for the Cincinnati Bengals, they're going to have to look elsewhere at quarterback for the remainder of the year. And you got to wonder also if this is going to cost them a draft pick or, or a fine or something else. Uh, Burrow not going to play for the Bengals and you know, early in the week seemed fine. A lot of explaining to do, Zach Taylor, at the end of the season, and also a lot of explaining to do if the Bengals don't make the playoffs here in 2023. All right, that'll do it for our show. Thanks again to, of course, our producer, Sam. Thanks to George for filling in for Davis. And I'm Craig Mish. Don't forget, Joe Pizzapia, Matt Stryker coming up Sunday morning, taking you right up until Pro Football Today here on Sports Grid. We'll see you back here after Black Friday for our regular spot here on Fantasy Sports Today on Saturday mornings right here on Sports Grid. Hope you enjoy your Thanksgiving holiday. Eat a lot of turkey, watch a lot of football. We'll see you back here next week. Until then, good luck in your fantasy football games this week. See ya. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.